following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Prop 2 episode. Welcome to another episode of the Lucha Outsider Show. I am the heel that seals the deal, the villain, the stage chill, the anti-hero of the IWC, your boy Mr. Rated R, and I'm joined by my tag team partner. He's the man that put the honor back in Ring of Honor. He is the analysis of the LOC. He's a straight shooter on Twitter, and when it comes to wrestling, he has a radar, even though I don't think he saw this coming from the mean streets of Long Island. No, man, dude, I don't think anybody saw this <laughs> Mario, what are we doing? We're here... We're live on it. Well, we're not live to anybody who's going to be listening to this next, the next day, but it's 10 p.m. on Tuesday night, February 15th. Mm-hmm. And we had to get on here, bro, to do an emergency podcast. You hit me up this morning, and immediately I was like, yes. Like, dude, no doubt about it. This is way too big of a story to sit on uh, and wait until Sunday. Holy shit, dude. Listen, I broke the glass. I hit you up, and I was like, dude, we need to do an emergency show tonight. I feel like the whole landscape of wrestling just changed with this news that just came out of nowhere at 10 a.m. this morning. So with that being said, I'm going to read you the post from the man, Cody Rhodes, on Instagram and Twitter and all social media. So he put on, it's pretty much, it was kind of like a press release or anything. And he goes like this. Uh, You know, with the American Nightmare graphic and all that good stuff. So he goes, I have loved my time in AEW. Amazing locker room, amazing fans, amazing people. The revolution was indeed televised, and I've been incredibly lucky to be part of that. First, I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it. And it was an honor to work for him to know him on a personal level. He's a beautiful soul. I honestly need to thank my incredible wife. And the mother of my baby girl, Brandy, for all her love and support throughout this journey together and the amazing relationships she's fostered with Culture City and American Heart Association. I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson. These two, whether they know it or not, took an undesired and non-confident little cub and gifted me with the confidence to become a leader of a pack. Kenneth Omega, Chris Jericho, Chicken, we started the fire. It's fucking so small, too, this little fucking press release. I don't know. <laughs> no. I must thank Tim, Keith, Greg, and the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision with such grace. I can't name everybody, but thank you to Megan, Margaret, Harrington, Jeff Jones, Dana, Tony, Shivani, Byrne, Raph, and the hardest worker in the game, QT Marshall, for propping me up and kicking me in the ass when I was running on fumes. I must thank my kiddos, MJF, Jade, Sammy, Darby, Lee, Ricky, Tom, The Guns, Brock, Velvet, Nyla, Aubrey, Turner, Vanilla, Solo, Spout, Sweat, Blood, Tears, and Little Fire, and all that. I left it all on the mat. I don't know, bro. I I don't know what to think here. I guess give me your initial thoughts here, Ron. Yeah, man. uh, Yeah, so this this presser came out at about 10 o'clock, like you said, this morning, and uh, coincidentally, Today was my first day back in the office at work. I've been working from home since um, the holidays, and today was the first day we go back. And uh, Tuesday mornings, usually at my job, we have uh, a meeting. It's usually 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, so figures. The whole entire hour, I was out of commission. was not on my phone. My phone's in my pocket. I'm sitting there during this meeting, bro, and my phone's buzzing. Just buzzing, 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 buzzing. I thought somebody either died or, like, 
Dude, I don't, I don't even know what to expect, all right? My phone just keeps going off. I am itching to get out of this freaking meeting now. Uh, but obviously, I can't until 11. Once I get out, bro, and I check my phone, I had over 250 messages between all, like, three or four of my different group chats that I have. Uh, Twitter notifications were just running absolutely wild. So Twitter group chats, uh, all with different friends, uh, you know, who like wrestling and all that. And, dude, I was legit overwhelmed. I didn't even know where to start, where to look, where to begin. Um, it was just crazy, bro. Like, honestly, it took me a long, long time to catch up. It's it's absolutely crazy. Like, I just, my first initial thought was that this whole entire thing is a work. That's not <laughs> always what I'm going to think of, okay? I think most wrestling fans are conditioned to feel a, that way. A like, lot of people think that way, too, to be honest with you. There's this, there's this um, which isn't a minority, that this is just one big plan to make, Cody Rhodes, the most hated guy in professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and, but also too, you like you think about it. If like if it's a work, yeah, it, it's trying to make him the most hated man in pro wrestling. But then what? Like where? Like what is the end game? Here? Right. Like what would be the point? Right. You know. So I, I didn't really see a point here. So then I'm like, all right, maybe it's not a work. Uh, see, Sean Ross app is live. So, you know, I, I went into his um, live podcast video version or whatever on Twitter, and I heard, you know, wanted to hear what he had to say. He was the one that broke the, the story about this um, earlier before, you know, AEW released the statement and then before Cody released it himself. Um, and, you know, he was like, he just kept reiterating, this is not a work, this is not a work. If it's a work, then they're, they're working the Warner Media executives and all these different, um, you know, like Culture City and, and, and all the other partners that they partner up with, with the community outreach team. And he said the AEW would not do that. They would not work those type of organizations and stuff like that. It just wouldn't be, it was just in poor taste. It wouldn't make sense then, either. Yeah, right. And then, you know, apparently half the locker room had no idea what was going on. So then they'd be working the whole locker room. He just said it, it, it could turn into a work, but it's not a work. And that's when I started to believe that this was actually legit. And then, you know, right off the bat, you see right after that, all these reports come out about how he's been in talks with WWE. <laughs> Dude, I literally thought I was like waiting to wake up from like a dream here like i don't know what you know i guess it depends a good or bad dream it doesn't really i mean we'll get into our thoughts of what we feel about all right. this in a minute but i mean oh my god dude like i just felt like this could not be real like who in the world saw this coming it feels strange man and i was just telling you off air it was hard for me to concentrate and work today because i was just kept on thinking like yo cody rhodes is really like gone from AEW, one of the founding fathers with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. It's just, it's wild, dude. It's, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't remember the last time me feeling like this, I guess, strange feeling when it comes to like, paired to like when CM Punk walked out, that's maybe something similar to how I'm feeling right now. Cause like, you know, when Daniel Bryan retired, it was due to injury. So that was different. And also I could say the same thing about edge when he retired as well. I guess the, the, the only time I could really compare this to or on like on the similar feeling that I have right now is when CM Punk walked out back in, what was that? 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So uh, 2014, 2014, yeah. 2014. Yeah. So that was like the last time where I had like kind of not distraught, but just like uneasy. Like I didn't know how to feel. And I kind of feel the same way right now, you know, just talking to you about this Cody Rhodes situation. Because this is a guy that he walked, not that he walked out, but he wanted his release from WWE and he got his release. And he made the list and just kind of took over the indie slash ring of honor, added some value to himself. He went to New Japan as well. He became part of the Bullet Club. 
then the elite, you know, being the elite with the Bucks and Kenny Omega, they do All In. All In was a precursor to AEW All Elite Wrestling, and they kind of took over the wrestling world for better or for worse. Whether whatever side that you're on, whether you're a WWE fan or or just a fan of professional wrestling, AEW took over the wrestling world. They continue doing so. You start hearing all these rumblings about a year ago that the VPs, the elite, they're not really getting along, meaning Omega and the Bucks, they're not getting along really with Cody. So we didn't know what to think at the time. I think when, when we talked about it at the time, when all these reports started coming out, it was like, yeah, maybe they don't see eye to eye, but you know, they, they're, still gonna, they're still always going to have this bond. You know, I can't see them having beef. And then fast forward, you know, close to a year later, this guy becomes a free agent and does not resign. And he's kind of working on a handshake deal. So we're thinking like, ah, you know what? This is all just to, to promote his show on on TNT, you know, Roads to the Top. You know, it's, it's going to be part of the storyline, whatever, because reality TV. Next thing you know, today, February 15th at 10 a.m., we get this press release from Cody and he's indeed all done. With all elite wrestling and dude, I, you know, just even talking to you right now about it, I'm kind of lost of words. It's crazy to me. Before we get into what's rumored and what we know so far from what's been reported by Fightful and the Wrestling Observer and PW Insider, before we get to like the WWE talk, it's just man, what the fuck? One of the founding fathers of AEW is gone. It's just insane to me. Yeah, man, you you just you I mean you obviously just ran through everything Cody did outside of WWE. So many great memories, man. Like I, I saw some people like tweeting different pictures um, on Twitter all day long, and and one of the pictures was uh, a Cody Hangman, the Bucks, and Kenny all in a hotel room in yeah. in uh, Japan yeah. when they used to do those live Q and As. You remember those? Yeah, man. When they, you know, they were on tour in Japan. They did the live Q and As on YouTube, and I, I legit remember watching those live. I remember watching the first one live that Cody did with them. Uh, and you know, that was back in like 2016, obviously after he got his release 2017, maybe. Um, and yeah, dude, from like all the pictures, seeing him and the Bucks and Kenny at all in and, and, you know, uh, just, you know, just so many different things. Uh, so many great memories of, of Cody outside of WWE. He really did change the wrestling world. Like he, he legit bet on himself and he won, man. He, he hit the jackpot. He just became a massive star. He got himself over completely. Uh, one of the best things going in wrestling, dude, especially on that run to Ring of Honor when he became Ring of Honor World Champion. Two, uh, he's a two-time world champion, Ring of Honor and he, NWA. Yeah, right. The NWA as well, beating Nick Goldis at, uh, at All In as well. So many great moments. Um, and it's crazy to see that now he's all done with that and he's going to go back to the place that he left. Uh, but you know what? Like He left bet on himself he became a star and now it's time i guess to go back to the place that he i guess felt like he couldn't make it at and now he's walking in the door a completely different man a completely different person yep. there's no way he's not treated like royalty when he walks through that door um and i like i just said to you off air and i know we're going to get into the deeper part of you know the WWE right. part and everything but if he goes back to the wwe Man, he ain't going to be no stardust. He's not going to no. be buried in two months chasing the 24-7 title. No. This man is going to be in every single pay-per-view main event fighting for the top championships, whether it's Universal or WWE. Yep. He's going to be in main events of Raw, SmackDown. He is going to be a legit top star. He's going to be like Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, yeah. caliber 
Uh, and it's and that's kind of like crazy to think about, you know, just unbelievable stuff, man. It's uh, like you said, I don't really know how to feel either. Like part of me is like sad. Part of me is also happy and excited for what's to come because it's something new with Cody. Because uh, let's be honest, AEW feels like they just feel like they don't need Cody anymore. It feels like uh, Cody created this thing. And then once all of these top names from WWE started becoming available, and then they jump ship, and then you get CM Punk, you know, Adam Cole comes over, Brian Danielson. It just feels like the company graduated from Cody Rhodes, and especially with him going to do these reality shows and going to do Go Big Show and stuff like that. The fans' reception of him was just never the same when he came back. And, uh, I, you know, he said he'd never turn heel. He legit had no chance of really ever being cheered as a babyface ever again, and he also had no chance of ever becoming a top star in AEW really ever again. And especially with him handcuffing himself with that stipulation yeah. that he can't yeah. become AEW world champ. It's like, really? Like, what was he really going to do there? Um, I just feel like he feels that WWE's the top of the WWE card right now. They don't really have that many top stars. They've been releasing people left and right. He probably feels the same way Kevin Owens felt where it's like, okay, I think I could go here and be a big star and possibly win the top prize, the WWE title, which, you know, I never thought I would ever win. I think that's all going into his decision. And I, you know, again, I can't really fault him for it, to be honest, bro, because like I said, I just feel like he got lost in the shuffle really quick at AEW. Before we take a deep dive into the WWE rumors and the possible idea of him going back to WWE and we could fantasy book and see where we could go from there. Before we take a deep dive in that, I do want to focus a little bit more on the AEW-Cody relationship because I think this is something that we should analyze because AEW, when it first started to what it is now, that wasn't really the initial idea of what AEW was supposed to be. If you look at it, AEW, when it first started, when the idea, when we start, started hearing rumblings about AEW before they made this big announcement, before, before we saw the graphic on being the elite, everybody had this idea that AEW was going to be kind of like a fusion of Ring of Honor and New Japan, right? And fast forward, what, like three, four years later, that AEW's been in existence? That's necessarily not what that is anymore. That, that idea of what AEW was supposed to be? It's not really that anymore, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but go through the timeline of AEW, and you see, okay, we have four VPs, Kenny Omega, The Bucks, and Cody Rose, right? And they were very open, even like on TV at times, like, hey, they were the VPs, right? Go back and you remember, remember All Out, the first All Out? They came out, and they, they addressed the crowd, like, those were the VPs, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Actually, that wasn't a lot. That was um, Double or Nothing. Oh, Double or Nothing. Yeah, yeah, Double or Nothing in Vegas. So the first Double or Nothing, right? Go through the timeline of AEW, and then you start hearing the rumblings that Tony Khan has taken more control from the VPs, and now the Elite doesn't really see eye-to-eye, meaning the, the, the Bucks and Omega with Cody. You really don't know what's true and what's not true. And then, all of a sudden, you get these mixed reactions from Cody, which I still necessarily don't get why people boo him but whatever people are booing him now he just part of his creation he just completely walks out of it like he just walks he just puts it behind him to me that's like fuck man like what the fuck happened here 
what the fuck went wrong here? Like, I know it's been reported that the main reason that the that he decided to not, like, continue negotiations with AEW and Tony Khan, it was a money issue. What's rumored, what's been written on the dirt sheets is that he was looking for a 3 to $5 million deal. I don't know how true that is, but that's what's being reported. There's other rumors from certain dirt sheets. I think even TMZ posted this. That apparently him and Tony Khan had a falling out. Him, me, and Co- Cody Rhodes. They had a falling out. I don't know if that's true or not. Part of me feels like, listen, Cody is a son of Dusty Rhodes, right? And I feel like Cody wanted still a position in power. I think he yeah. still wanted to be like, not the end-all, be-all, but have a certain say. I think that's how Cody sees himself. When he started losing that, in my opinion, I think that's what made him start to get a little bit sour towards AEW. And it's really sad to say. It's sad as a fan. No, it completely is, and I couldn't agree more. I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, listen, Cody is a great guy. I mean, he, he every single time I've met him, bro, he couldn't be any more nicer. He's such a down-to-earth human. He And you could tell, like, I have Bryce Remsburg posted a nice thing about what Cody did for him um, when Brody passed away. I forgot the exact... Um, you know, tweet. I don't want to butcher it. So, uh, but it was it was a, just a really nice thing. He said that's the type of human being Cody is. And then Amanda Huber, uh, Brody's wife, uh, came in and she said Cody's an incredible human being. This and that. We heard the stories about how Cody uh, was there when uh, to tell little Brody negative one when you know Amanda was telling him that you know Brody was passing away and everything. Like he drove there without any hesitation to, to be with him for that moment. So Cody's a great guy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I really don't have anything bad to say about him. But I truly believe the guy is an egomaniac. Like, he has a <laughs> giant ego. And, listen, that's, I'm not, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. But, yeah, I feel like he wants a high position in power. He wants to be, you know, the star of the show. He wants to be the focal point of everything. He wants to be, you know, the top draw. He wants to be on all these different advertisements and, and posters and, and things like that. Like, he wants to be front and center with everything. And I think, you know, once Tony Khan started taking over control, which, I mean, come on, like, was going to happen. Right. I mean, listen, we could say that AEW doesn't happen without Cody and the Bucks. It's right. 100% true, but also, AEW also doesn't happen without Tony Khan, who's basically backing the company yeah. with all of his money, for God's sake, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, like, Tony is going to have to have the final say in it eventually. And, yeah, I just feel like that's where the falling out <clears throat> happened between him and... Um, and Tony, and you know, I I just feel like Tony. Obviously, Tony has the money to resign Cody if he really wants to. I feel like he figured Tony, uh, Cody was not worth however much he was asking for, and obviously he let him just walk. He clearly yeah. doesn't care that yeah. Cody's going to go back to the WWE. He's that's, obviously well aware of that. That's rough, uh, man. He clearly doesn't care, so he let him walk. And you know what? I don't blame Tony one bit because is Cody really worth that money? You can't potentially mortgage your future when you have a guy like MJF who's going to be uh, demanding a lot of money in 2024. He keeps talking about it. Yeah, you know, it's part of his character, but I strongly believe he's going to want a lot of money. And I strongly believe he's going to consider leaving for WWE if they offer him more money. So Tony's got to sit back, and especially with all the signings, with all Jeff Hardy's possibly coming in, Samoa Joe possibly coming in. Listen, he can't be throwing the bag at Cody, a guy that, I mean, like I said before, really doesn't have much left if you ask me to do an AEW, especially if he can't go for the world title. Right. I mean, and, you know, constantly getting booed and all these reactions. 
he just let him walk out the door. And, you know, that's really, really telling. You know, Tony, you just wrote off Cody's statement. Cody had great things to say about Tony. Yep. Tony said great things about Cody and Brandy as well in his statement. So I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to know exactly what went down because Cody's not going to go on a podcast and he's not going to air his grievances. He's not going to, uh, you know, put Tony on blast. And Tony's not going to put Cody on blast. So, you know, I'm sure we'll be seeing little details come out, maybe right. from Meltzer or Sean Rossap in the next coming weeks and months and things like that. But I don't think we'll ever hear the full story of what went down. I just think it's exactly what you said. Cody's just has a really big ego and he wanted to keep the creative control and, and keep the power that he had. And it wasn't going to last forever. And, and let's be honest, he ain't going to get that power in WWE either. So, right. So I'm not really sure what he wants right. here. Right. But, right. But, uh, you know, it's just, like you said, man, it's sad, man. It really is a shame that it had to come to an end this way. And, you know, if he spent five years in AEW and left, it'd be like, okay, well, whatever. I mean, two and a half years, bro. Like, the company basically just started, and he's already out. Now, I'm, I, I feel like he will possibly return to AEW one day and possibly retire there. I feel like, you know, he, he, the door is not shut completely. I think we'll see him back there at some point. Uh, but, man, oh, man, for his current run to end this way, it's just, it's, it's like you said, it's really sad. I want to revisit some of the things that you just said now, especially when you said MJF potentially going to a WWE somewhere down the line or, you know, at least like getting feelers out there because that that opens up another conversation that I do want to have this uh, mini so that we're having on, on Cody Rhodes. But I started laughing when you were saying the, the press release with with Cody Rhodes and then Tony Khan has some nice things about uh, to say about Cody and Brandy. What, what's so funny to me is, and that's the reason why I was laughing, is the talk of today has been Cody Rhodes. Nobody gives a shit about Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think everybody's uh, <laughs> probably in the majority of you know, being happy about her leaving because, uh, you know, oh, I guess, she really offered nothing. And, and you know, it also it's also very Actually, telling, too. It's also very telling, too, that this really happened out of nowhere. We go back two weeks ago at, at AEW in Chicago. We thought that we were going to get like a potential Brandy and Paige Van Zant program. So this just right. happened in like the last couple of days that they just couldn't come to an agreement. Right. I mean, and not necessarily Cody because he hasn't been on TV after mm-hmm. you know that loss to Sammy. But Brandy was literally just on TV. Right. Um, so it's it's just crazy how they're just going to scrap that whole program. And I guess we'll see what happens with Dan Lambert and, and Paige Van Zant. I do want to just. You know, I just said before, Brandy offered nothing. Listen, she offered nothing in ring, but uh, she really did do a lot for AEW too. I think she does does, does deserve some credit. Um, you know, she did a lot for for the women's community mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. AEW heels, and yep. she did some great things with Culture City. Yep. And obviously, she just secured the deal with the American Heart Association and stuff like that. Um, so I don't want to discredit Brandy. I I just feel like nobody's talking about her because. It's, Obviously, she's just going to go wherever Cody goes. Um, Cody's obviously the big story here. We don't even know. I mean, we would assume that Brandy would go back to WWE with him, but I'm not even so sure. I mean, really, I'm not. Um, she says she wants to wrestle, and I'm not really sure if WWE would hire her to wrestle. Um, so who knows with her? But she did do a lot for AEW as well, so uh, definitely don't want to discredit her as well. And she's very great to look at. I'm just throwing that out there, too. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, let, let's get into this. Deep WWE dive, okay? So, before we get to, like, the fantasy book and ideas and, and how he could be reintroduced, etc., before we get into all that, I don't see Cody going back to the WWE 
unless he's getting a guarantee. What I mean by that is, besides the money, I think if he goes back to WWE, he has to have some type of creative control. There's no way he's going back to WWE without some type of say in it. There's no way. There's no way. I, I just can't see it happening. He's going to leave it a position of somewhat power, right? Regardless on how much was taken away from him. I, I just don't see him going back to WWE if he doesn't have at least a say in it. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, it, I have a hard time seeing them give that to him uh, because they don't really give that to anybody. I don't even think, you know, I don't even know if Roman Reigns gets that. You know, Roman and Brock definitely get it. Roman and Brock definitely get it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, well, I know Brock definitely gets because Brock can do whatever he wants. I guess Roman does now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I guess so. I really guess so. You know what? The one thing is, I, I could see, like, you know, obviously, WWE knows, obviously, Cody's impact, okay? They're taking the guy who created the rival company away from said rival company, okay? They're bringing him in as a massive deal. So they better give him whatever he wants, okay? Right. Brian Alvarez today, I was listening to Observe It Live, mm-hmm. he said that he believes WWE is looking to offer Cody 3 to $5 million per year. That's what he wanted from AEW. That is insane, bro. If that's what he truly wanted from AEW, I don't... <laughs> Listen, he's a massive star. I love him. But I don't think... At this stage in the game, at this point in his career, when AEW employs some of the top of the top names of the wrestling business right now with Danielson and Punk and right. Cole and Hangman, I don't think Cody's worth 3 to $5 million per year. I mean, that's crazy. It, this man is going to get paid by WWE. Is it safe to say, in your opinion, that Cody maybe is just going back to WWE just for the money and not to make a difference or to be in a, in a top position in WWE? I can't imagine he needs the money, you know? I I, I would lean more towards being in the top position and, and becoming a world champion and uh, proving to himself that he can make it in WWE, you know, because I guess maybe that's something that has haunted him and will haunt him for the rest of his life if he doesn't, you know, at least attempt it, and especially what better time to attempt it than right now. I can't imagine he needs the money, but I could be wrong, dude. I mean, listen, let's not even forget about the fact that he literally... I, I believe still on Go Big Show, unless that ended recently. Um, I felt like I just saw it on TV, you know, last week or a week before. Um, he had that. He had the roads to the top. I mean, he did a lot with Warner Media and stuff too. Uh, obviously, getting paid the big bucks to do all those shows. So, like I said, I can't see him really needing money. But then again, who knows? <sighs> this is just. It's weird, there's so many man. questions, bro. So many. so many questions. Like, there's so many. There's so much still up in the air that we don't know, and who knows if we'll ever find out the answers. But um, I'm sure, like, like I said before, each day the Sean Ross apps, the PW Insiders, right. the um, the Wrestling Observers, you know, Wrestling Observers, right. they're all going to come out with little details here and there about uh, you know different things that we'll find out each day. But yeah, right now there's just so much just up in the air. We have no clue about. All right, before we get into like the fantasy book and ideas and, and where Cody could land or where he could go when he does, if he does make his return to WWE, I, I just want to just point out that if he indeed goes back to the WWE, you know how much of a shift this does to the wrestling world? Because now you have a big major star, a former VP of your competitor, one of the founding fathers of this company, now going from AEW Back to the WWE. You know how much of a shift that's going to do? And to be quite honest, it's going to be very telling 
happens with AEW going forward, and I'm not talking about product-wise. I'm talking about what happens backstage because it's, it's been very well-documented and, you know, dirt sheets have been all over it that Cody Rhodes has his set of people. A lot of those people he named in that press release, guys like MJF, guys like QT Marshall, guys like Ricky Starks. Like, it's very telling to see if in the next year or two, right, especially with these AEW contracts are up, if some of these talents or assets decides to jump ship and join Cody in WWE. That's not out of the question. Also, listen, Chris Jericho, this guy keeps trolling people. You know, he just put out a tweet with the, the Festival of Friendship. You'll never know when we'll... I forgot what he said to Kevin Owens or whatever. I don't think it's out of the realm, too, of Chris Jericho possibly going back to the WWE either. Yeah, dude. I... I this is... Because, I mean, let's be honest. Who would have ever, ever thought that the first guy to jump ship from AEW to WWE would be Cody Rhodes. Exactly. Everybody. Everybody, I, I think, was thinking, like, maybe somebody like a Brian Cage. I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. Somebody, uh, actually, not, not just one person, multiple people are going to jump ship from AEW to WWE right. eventually. It's just going to happen. Uh, but now, I think Cody's really going to start a trend with this. And, yeah, like you mentioned, man, he has a lot of kiddos, as I put in air quotes, uh, you know, that he mentioned, that might you know he might try and recruit to bring over to wwe man like i would not be shocked and you know what a lot of people are gonna complain and go no like the diehard aew fans right and like you know i'd like to think you know we're big pretty big diehard aew fans as well but like we don't just watch aew right talking about people who just watch aew uh they're gonna be crying and, and bitching and moaning about it but dude like if you love wrestling like we do and if you still watch wwe like we do and obviously i think you know we could both agree that we want the wwe to be good absolutely we, you know absolutely. obviously yeah so i don't see an issue with aew talent jumping to wwe man like listen if aew can groom a guy like wardlow for example and you know make him a big star and then eventually he just decides he's done everything there and he decides to leave and go to wwe man like they just set him up for success over there i mean obviously if he's booked correctly but he'd be getting uh you know he'd be on the big platform of wwe he'd be getting a lot more exposure a lot more notoriety be traveling the world he can make himself into a household name like i wouldn't i wouldn't fault any of these guys if they went over there you know like i, I think guys like darby allen i think he's probably never going to go to wwe he said on numerous occasions he would never sammy guevara probably would never either but, I, you know, who, who knows, honestly. But I could totally see an MJF or a Wardlow or a Jade Cargill yep. uh, down the line, you know, going there. Like, yeah, man, it's. I think Cody is really going to start a trend here of people jumping from AEW to WWE. And I'm happy about that because I, it's kind of gotten to the point where how many people can yes. jump from WWE yes. to AEW, yes. you know? We talk all the time about how bloated the AEW roster is. So how about people start going to WWE instead? I, I wouldn't mind it. I could even see someone as a QT Marshall being an asset to WWE to providing some of these these talent that he's um training at the Nightmare Factory. You know, not obviously not nobody wants to see QT Marshall wrestle, but like him being right. an asset for the performance center. I could see that too. Me too, as a coach, absolutely, 100%. Listen, how, it's going to be so weird to see like a tug-of-war battle between Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes, essentially, not even Vince McMahon, because I feel like Cody Rhodes is going to be the one in Vince's ear, yo, yo, look at this guy, look at this yes. guy. I mean, yes. dude, it's like Cody, it's like basically like Cody 
uh, is like Anakin Skywalker, and he turned to the dark side, man. Like, he is, like, now Darth Vader, and it's just crazy how, like, he's just basically, like I said, it's just, it's nuts, man. Like, I, I, I can't get over this. This is just unbelievable. It's nuts, dude. It's something I wasn't expecting. I know the rumors was out there of him working on a handshake deal. Part of me just felt like, ah, that's nothing. It's just to, you know, be speculation for Road to the Top, and he's going to sign a new deal. He's one of the founding fathers. He's a VP or a former VP. There's no way he's going to go to, you know, WWE. But if it's going to happen, it's going to happen at any point. Rumors is that he's in negotiations. It's crazy. It's kind of hard to believe, man. Like I said, we both have mixed feelings about it, but, you know, let's try to um, kind of turn the page here and kind of just think of fantasy booking ideas real quick. I'm going to throw one at you and you tell me what you think, okay? Because at, at this point, listen, Cody Rhodes could technically appear on Friday Night SmackDown. Technically. technically. I know yeah. SmackDown yeah. is tape, but, like, if we're, if we're being technical here, he could appear at any promotion at this point, all right? Dude, he could be on his private jet to Saudi Arabia right now. And I love goes. the fact that you said <laughs> that ryan what if cody rhodes pulls an edge attacks austin theory and becomes part of the chamber and wins the wwe world heavyweight championship i'm not gonna say it's out of the question bro because honestly <laughs> i feel like wrestling's so unpredictable right now who the freaking hell knows uh, what's gonna happen dude i, I if they want to put the wwe title on cody rhodes heading into wrestlemania by all means man they could do it if they want to do i think it's safe to say Cody Rhodes is going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, like I don't know how you, how you what you think. So I'm the, but like I, a lot of people were saying to me today, uh, Raw after Mania or Mania. I'm like, bro, Mania. Mania. Bro. It's, Mania. It's they February need to sell the 15th. tickets. They need. Look, look, I'm gonna be. Right. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I said back in Survivor Series that there's no reason. There's no reason for me to pay for a WWE ticket. But let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but. The potential idea of Cody Rhodes returning to the WWE, being at Mania, and then we have the Stone Cold rumors, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now, it kind of made me raise an eyebrow. I'm like, hmm, maybe there is a little bit of interest in me going to Mania. So, I probably so still... That, so I what you're saying is their plan is working then for selling tickets. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, Think about it. It's a guy that was on the other channel Wednesday nights. You know, the the member the, the two weeks ago. Right. Remember the throne breaker and all that other yeah. bullshit taking shots at WWE and NXT and Triple H potentially going back to WWE. Like I said, it's safe to say that this is not gonna be the same Cody Rose presentation that we got what, um, back in 2015, 2016? There's no way. No, no shot, bro. No shot. If if, if Vince tells him to put on the Stardust character uh, suit, he's literally gonna tell Vince I'm not even putting that on. He kissed my ass, okay? And Vince is going to say, okay, you're right. I, You're right. You don't need that. Like, dude, like they're going to give him whatever he wants. I feel, That's where his creative power, I think, is going to come into play. I feel like he's going to be able to put his foot down now and be able to say, I don't want to do that or I want to do this. And he's going to pitch his own idea similar to what Brock does. And he's going to be able to, you know, get a little bit more leeway on it. I, I just feel like they're not going to tell him to do one thing and he's going to have to listen to them or they're going to fire him like this it's just not going to work like that like if if somebody you know like uh you know like a mid-card guy turned around and said oh I'm, I'm not doing that gimmick i'm not saying that promo or whatever but you know they probably get fired but a guy like cody's not going to be punished if, if he doesn't want to do something you know that's much power he's going to have there um but yeah man listen it's february 15th they i don't know 
when Cody is going to start appearing on WWE television, he hasn't even signed a deal yet. But no, yeah, we're sure just now, oh, this is all speculation, and we're just going with what's most likely could happen. What's the most plausible at this point? Yeah, I mean, listen, he's officially done now. Uh, apparently, he was done as of yesterday, but the news just came out today. So I'm sure they're going to start no- negotiating right off the bat, okay? I don't think they're going to waste any time, because why would they? WWE is going to want Cody in a match at WrestleMania. They're going to want, they're not going to want to wait till the Raw after Mania. They're not going to want to wait till after. Why would they wait till after WrestleMania when they're trying to sell tickets to begin with? Why wouldn't you have Cody Rhodes on that card? He's going to be on that card. If, okay, so listen, I, I would totally support him winning the WWE World Title Saudi Arabia this this coming Saturday. Yeah, I would I would support it one thousand percent. But let's say that's not the case here. Let's say he does sign with the WWE, but he's not in the title picture. What do you do with Cody at WrestleMania? What would you do? I would book him against Seth Rollins in just a straight-up one-on-one match, two big stars. I don't really know how you tell the story, but you could just basically have Cody come back and say, you know, listen, Seth, you've been flying this WWE flag for a while, but I'm here now to to take over a a big-time match, especially if we're going to get Kevin Owens and Stone Cold now. I feel like Seth just needs something big as well, and I think this would be it. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people you could book against Cody. (laughs) Really, there there is. But I I think if, if I have the pen... Seth Rollins is is the guy that that I'm booking against Cody at WrestleMania. I've also thought Edge would be a good opponent for Cody at Mania. So my question for you is, him coming in, you think he'll be a heel or a face? And two, would Cody cut like an anti-AEW promo on WWE TV? Uh, I think he will be a babyface. And um, oof, I don't know, man. That's a that's a that's a tough and one. And I'm not I, talking. I, and I'm not talking about like I a full not. blown like anti AEW promo, but just saying like something down the lines. I was the real elitist in the last couple of years, or something down those lines, yeah. where he throws like a little shade at AEW. I could see it. I I, I could see it, but it feel like he's gonna come in as a baby face. So it would have to be something that would you know, get the fans it, to pop. And it, again, these fans, let me remind you, these WWE fans, they're not really, they're not kind of like AEW fans. Right. There's a lot of families and young children. So like, are they going to pop for, for his like, you know, references if he starts going off and saying he was elite or something like that? Like, are they even going to understand what that even means? It would have to be done, I feel like, in a baby face type of way. So I could definitely see that. But, you know, it's so funny, too, because you remember the promo that he cut a few weeks back yeah. uh, before when he was uh, when he challenged Sammy to the ladder match? Yeah. And he was talking about how he was he started this revolution and all that. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny to look back on that promo, which was, again, a few weeks ago. And now, yeah, I'm sure he's going <laughs> to contradict himself in a new promo in WWE and it's, I don't know man I, I just I, who knows so I think he will be a babyface but I feel like in the northeast Chicago he's gonna get booed Boston like mm-hmm. New York Philly, Jersey, I feel like when WWE's in town, if he indeed does go to WWE, I feel like he'll still get booed cause those areas are Pro AW, right? And I feel like, you know, for the most part, the, the fan base from those areas are going to look at Cody like, yo, you're just a big hypocrite. <laughs> you know? Oh, dude, dude, listen. Not me, not you, and a couple of my other buddies that I know, we're, we're not Cody haters, but... No, no, dude, I'm a big Cody, Cody guy. Big Cody No, me guy. too. 
Cody essentially, and I don't feel this way, and you don't feel this way, either, but he, like, to most AEW diehards, like the hardcore fans who, like, been booing him and everything, he legit turned his back on AEW and everybody, and they are forever going to hate him. Like, I mean, like, if people hated him and booed him before this, oh, man, oh, man, bro, he has no shot at ever being cheered, like I said, in a hardcore wrestling fan base setting ever again. I mean, like I said, the WWE crowd maybe different, you know, with the families and kids and whatever. Maybe they remember him from Stardust or whatever. A lot of young kids looked up to him right. from Stardust. Um, so maybe they'll remember him in that aspect. So I do feel like he'll get cheered in the beginning, but I could totally agree with you and see him getting booed down the line, especially if he's treated like how Roman Reigns was years ago, where he's a baby face and he's just getting shoved down our throats and he's right. potentially winning all these championships. I'll love it. I, I, I will never... Listen, listen if he- I... If he was to pop up in Saudi Arabia for, for the Elimination Chamber, right? Money in the Sand 7. If he was to pop up there and he does what Edge did and, and he beats up Austin Theory, he gets the Chamber spot and wins the whole thing, I would fully support that. 110%. <laughs> Dude, me too. I'm sure a lot of people would be happy. I feel like that would be split. There would be people that'd be happy and there'd be people that'd be pissed off. Uh, because, I mean, you're always going to get people that pissed right. off no matter what. But. But it's yeah, something. I, I, it, it's something. WWE's giving you something out of the box. It's something. And that's what and WWE they, needs right now. They, they need something. They desperately, yeah, they desperately need a buzz, a shock, a freaking big-time headline, something that nobody saw coming. I mean, yeah, they desperately need a shot in the arm. So, yeah, I, I, I would fully support that. It's going to be interesting, man. I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like he will get cheered, but eventually the booking is what's going to determine whether he gets cheered or booed. Because, again, we've seen numerous... Instances in WWE with John Cena, with Roman Reigns. We saw it with Seth Rollins, right? When he was a Universal Champ and he was getting booed throughout his whole entire run. Uh, Yeah, man. WWE fans turn on people. And uh, it's going to be interesting, man. That's why when we started this, I actually think I mentioned it off air to you. And you were like, you know, I'm just really sad. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm sad too. But I'm also really freaking Because you don't know what's going to happen. see what happens. Right. Yeah, like, I'm really, really excited. Uh, the, the part of me that's sad is I just see everything that Cody did, you know, after his WWE run with the indies. Envisioning everything he did all in and the stuff in, in New Japan, the stuff that he did with Brandy, etc. Ring of Honor, the, the, the Ring of Honor. Remember the Ring of Honor? I'm, I'm thinking yeah, of all that ring, great yeah. stuff that he did. And I'm like, wow, this guy did all this stuff. He started a fucking new company and he's just going to just leave it behind him. 70, 30, 80, 20 that he's going to go back to WWE? Do you think that's a good number? Yeah, yeah dude. I, I, I mean... I... Where else is he going to go? WWE is the only logical place that he's going. All right. I'm going to throw this crazy idea at you. Before this Cody news broke, okay, for the last, I'll say, like two, three weeks, okay, Conrad has been promoting this this live show that he's going to do in um, WrestleMania weekend, all right? And it's going to be Jarrett, Eric Bischoff, Conrad, like in a mystery third man or whatever. And they kept on promoting it like, Who's the third man? Who's the third man? Kind of like NWO with Hogan or whatever. Today, I was listening to Jared's podcast, and he was saying, like, it's not who you think it's going to be. It's not going to be Bruce. It's not going to be JR. It's not going to be Tony Schiavone. It's not going to be Arn Anderson. It's not going to be Kurt Angle. I guarantee you, when we announce his name next week, meaning next Tuesday or Monday, they're going to announce the name, whoever it is, this will sell out, and he's going to be Raw 
uncut, or maybe I just said too much. Maybe it's not going to be he's a she. He kept on playing it off. So when I'm listening to this, now keep in mind, this is before the Cody Rhodes news broke. I started thinking like, oh, it's got to be like someone like maybe Bray Wyatt. That's what I started thinking, right? Uh Then the Cody news broke, and I'm like, what if it's fucking Cody Rhodes? He has a very strong relationship with Conrad Thompson. He has a good relationship with Jared. He has a good relationship with Eric Bischoff. And then I'm starting to think, yo, he wanted power. He wants control. What if, what if he joins this regime of starting another promotion? I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it could happen, but I don't think it's something that you necessarily should rule out. Cody wants power. Cody has an ego. I don't think it's out of the realm of him starting something else. Especially if he has really close relations with these people. And I'm not saying that the third man is Cody Rhodes that's going to appear at WrestleMania. For this um this kind of like um show, that this live show they're going to do. But the way Conrad has been building it is like it's going to be like a shoot thing. Like it's going to be a shoot. That it's someone that he's never interviewed. And that's never happened with Conrad and Cody. They're, they're tight. But it's never happened. And, he does, and he's saying all this the day that Cody Rhodes... Puts out this press release, sir. I don't know me. I, I, don't, I don't know about you. But for me, I don't think that's a coincidence. I, I, I wouldn't rule it out, dude. I had no idea about this. So this changes a lot of my thoughts <laughs> now. Uh, man, oh man. I think you just blew my mind here. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't think you could look overlook any of this stuff. I really don't. I, I don't think anything is truly out of the question here. That would be something, let me tell you. That would be absolutely unbelievable. And it would, like you said, line up to what Cody wants. It would make perfect sense. It would it would give him the power that he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if, if it's going to happen, what better guy to have on board than Cody, who basically already did start a promotion. And you saw how successful it was and how capable he is of doing that. And obviously, even before that with all in and everything, um, Yo, Cody and Conrad, they are tight, man. They are definitely buddies. So, that would be crazy. I'm just going to paint this picture for you. Eric Bischoff that took WCW to heights in the 90s that nobody expected him to do it. You have the founder of TNA. And then you have the founder in AW. Conrad, the business Uh, mind. And they start a fucking another promotion. Yeah, me too. My mind is blown right now. (laughs) To li- oh, to, and, and listen, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not saying no, that. But not, to but me, not, it just you know. wonder, like, Conrad says this the day. So so Jared's podcast drops every Tuesday, okay? Every Tuesday. He says that the day that Cody breaks his news, dude, I don't think that's coincidental, bro. I'm telling you right now, Ryan, if next week Conrad said it's Cody Rhodes, I guarantee you WrestleMania weekend they're announcing that they're, they're starting a new promotion. I guarantee it. I'm willing to put money on it. Dude, why, are, why isn't anybody else talking about this? Like, I, I haven't seen anything on this. Like, do people even, like, listen to this dude's podcast? Like, I, I just feel like this should be talked about more because I think this is a, I mean, listen, if I'm putting all my, my chips on the table, if I'm, you know, betting all my money and putting my house on the line, like, Cody's going to WWE. Right. But... Man, oh man, like, this could be a strong possibility as well. I, I mean, it really can. And listen, 
if you have, like you said, the founder of TNA, the founder of AEW, or one of the founders of AEW, starting another promotion, I mean, that's got to open up a lot of eyes. And, you know, again, the main thing with AEW is that you had financial backing. You had a guy like Tony Khan who was willing to, you right. know, to back this company. You had Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, and the Young Bucks all on board right off the bat. Like, you, they had the star power right off the bat. So for this comp- new company, if, if it does launch and if Cody is on board, it would instantly make this place credible. Like, it would make it, like, a true destiny. It would be like people would think it's for real. Like, if some, if they wanted to sign a Bray Wyatt or a Braun Strowman, for yes. example, yes. Uh, you know, Braun wouldn't be like, oh, like, where am I going? Like, who's involved at this? If he sees Cody is involved with Jeff Jarrett and, you know, of course, Conrad, whatever, um, you know, he's going to think wow like this could be something he's gonna believe in it and uh again that's what you need when you when you want to start a new company and get it off the ground you need people of high power and who are respected well respected in the wrestling business to be at the top and you got two guys there that are and who has connection with tv networks eric bischoff that's your bridge to a major network like a paramount network or another network that eric bischoff can negotiate with so i think I don't think it's out of the realm. That could be something. I'm telling you, dude, if next week Conrad announces it's Cody Rhodes, there's got to be a new promotion on the way. There has to be. And you heard it here first, man. I don't think any of the other podcasts around, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like, this is the first time I'm hearing about this, and I have not seen this on my timeline on Twitter or anything. I don't see anybody, not even the Meltzers or the or the Sean Ross apps talking about it. So if this happens, man, Lucha Outsiders need some credit. Mario, you need some freaking credit because, man, oh, man, we imagine we just predicted everything what that that's about to happen. Like, wow. I mean, I'll tell you, man, there is never a dull moment in the world of professional wrestling. Let me just say this that. Is, no matter what happens, there is never a dull moment. And that's why I love this business. This, this is what's going to happen, Ryan. I'm going to tell you exactly what's, what's going to happen. Some other peckerhead, right, is not going to give credit to anyone. All right, including us, and they and they're gonna just post in like so and so is gonna start a new promotion or whatever or whatever or there's rumblings or whatever. They're not gonna give us credit for it or nothing because a lot of they do that already with like people like the Wrestling Observer or Fightful. They'll put like, oh, reports are coming in. I'm like, credit the fucking source, asshole. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no, people are gonna run with this idea uh, for sure if they're listening to this, but. And also to add on, so we were talking about, about like WWE and the fact that, you know, Cody, there's, we all know there's Cody people in AEW still, right? And some of them, their contracts is up. What if this new promotion is a thing and then Cody little by little starts plucking and plucking guys from AEW to go to this new promotion? Yeah, it, like we just talked about with him potentially recruiting people for WWE. It could be the same exact thing, yeah. What if the uh, Nightmare Factor ends up being like kind of like the Performance Center-esque or like the NXT for this new company, if that indeed happens? Yeah, yeah, I could totally see it. I mean, he has, he has the Nightmare uh, Factory still, I would assume, right? Even if he goes to WWE, he's still going to be in control of that. So yeah, uh, they might as well utilize that. And obviously, look at how many stars came out of there, you know, who are in AEW right now. Right. You know, he, he named half of them in in his statement, the people that came out of that nightmare factory. So um, it's proven to, to generate a lot of great talent from there. So, dude, I'd be all on board. I mean, we talked about this, um, you know, a few episodes back about this potential new promotion. I think it's it's definitely needed, um, and especially, like you said, with if there's guys like Bischoff and Cody and Jared involved, uh, 
and potentially with Paramount Network and all these different other networks right. this could possibly be on, I think it's it's much needed because, yeah, we have the impacts, we have the MWAs right. and stuff like that, but I just feel like we need, you know, like I said, you can say what you want about Impact. Impact has been putting on good shows, but it's not at that level of, you right. know, like, right. or, you know. It, yeah, it's, you know it's, a, it's a tier down from, like, uh, WWE and AEW, and you know when New Japan right now New Japan's in limbo, so I, I don't want to discredit them. But like New Japan was like that other third option when there were when everything was like open, still so whatever. I think New Japan can't even really be in the conversation because they just have all these problems with with you know the whole COVID situation still in a handle, whatever. But like those were like the three promotions that were that were to me on the same tier. You had WWE, AEW, New Japan, and then you had your impacts and MLWs and NWAs, but. Now that New Japan ain't necessarily in a great state, you know, because of the whole COVID situation, whatever, I think there is room for another third major promotion. And if, listen, if if these rumblings and these rumors and the talk of Conrad starting something, you got fucking Jared and if Bischoff is somehow involved and then you got Cody now, that, that's something, bro. That's something. Dude, I know, man. I'm all in, bro. Count me in. I'd rather him do this than, than go back to WWE, to be honest, because now you got me excited about this. <sighs> Dude, man. It, it, it's just such a strange time, man. It, it, just think about it. He he knows all these guys. They're loyal to him, right? That's what I mean. Like, I could clearly see it. Like, listen, him telling his, like, close confidants, like, listen, I'm leaving AEW, but just... Just stay close to me. That something's coming down the pipeline. Like I could see him telling some something like that to like like a Ricky Starks or something. Like I could see him saying that. Imagine this man starts up two companies in the span of like the, of like three years. Like this man starts two companies. Like oh my goodness, man. I mean, unbelievable. And he, listen, he could put himself over. He could make himself world champ. He could be. You know, he could he could do everything he wanted to do in AEW. There. I mean, it would just. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty crazy. Listen, like I said, the timing on it is very, very weird. It's weird, uh, dude. You got me thinking. I'm going to do some research on this, too, and I'm going to, you know, keep my eyes and ears open now for this announcement because, uh, like I said, I don't think anybody really knows about this. or you know, Like, nobody's even talking about it. But, like I said, I don't think anything, anything is out of the possibility at this point. <laughs> I, saw, I see people even saying, oh, you know, he might, maybe, what if he goes to Ring of Honor or he buys Ring of Honor or whatever. Dude, honestly, like, as stupid as that sounds, like, I that would probably be the last thing I would think he would do. But, bro, I'm not saying he's out of, that's out of the, the realm of possibility, dude. If if Joe Cobb or whoever's running Ring of Honor, uh, when they bring it back to life, they want to give Cody the power that they gave Marty Skrull. Remember when they gave him power yeah. and creative control? Dude, I, that's, I don't even think that's out of the question, as stupid as that sounds. Like you said, he wants power. He, he wants power. That's the main <laughs> thing. This dude's an egomaniac. He wants power. Dude, if you're impact, give him power, bro. And he'll come that's, to impact. That's, what, that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, like I, I, I get everybody excited. And, and listen, if he goes back to the WWE and he, and he does get like some type of power, like creative control, at, at least with, with his character or, or some saying stuff and they treat him right, I'll be all for that and I'll be happy for him. Because at the end of the day, I'm a Cody Rhodes fan, and I just want him to be happy. But at the same time, it's like part of me feels like Cody Rhodes still wants to make a change, and he wants to make a difference. And yes, the revolution was televised, but does that mean because he's leaving AEW like behind him, does that mean the revolution's going to stop? I don't necessarily think that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, with his promo a couple of weeks ago talking about the revolution and how he's so passionate about starting this revolution. And, you know, he, I think at the end of his, his um, presser that you just said, he said, let's keep moving forward or something like that. Right. Or, or he said something along the lines of that. Yeah, it's, going back to WWE 
would really go against all of that. Right. Everything that he said. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, dude. I would love to be a fly in the wall in the Rhodes household right now. I'd love to see what's going down, what conversations are taking place. How I, I would just, I would love to know, man, because I am just. I can't wait to see what Cody does next. He, this is the most interesting thing going on in the world of wrestling right now, and this is coming a day after we just heard that Stone Cold Steve Austin is coming out any, of Listen, any, any other day, the fact that Austin could be returning would be like the biggest news in the wrestling world, but right now it's all about Cody, man, and I think the wrestling world is keeping their eye. They're watching what Cody's going to do, and like I said, it's 70-30, 80-20, the, the, the possibility of him returning to the WWE but at the same time part of me thinks like there, there's something else that we don't know about and I'm telling you dude it, it just I'm listening to the podcast next thing you know I read this news I'm like wait a minute this guy is saying like who's the third man and you're gonna I'm guarantee you it's gonna sell out when we announce this guy this news breaks out right that that Cody Rhodes is leaving AEW like, what if, like, next week, Conor announces, like, it's Cody Rhodes? Of course that shit's going to sell off. People are going to want to know what the fuck Cody Rhodes has to say. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's, I don't know. He's keeping everything he's doing right now very close to the vest. I wonder how many people, besides, obviously, Brandon, uh, know what his next step is going to be. I, I, I wonder if Dustin even knows what, what his next step what is D- going to be. D- Dustin did go on record, and he tweeted out saying that he loves AEW. He's staying with AEW. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm talking about, like... I don't even know if he knows what Cody's next step is going to be. Like, I don't even know if Cody has even maybe talked to him about what he's doing next because, you know, maybe, you know, he would tell people in AEW and stuff like that. I just feel like Cody is playing his cards right right now. He's being very sneaky, very quiet. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be an interesting next couple of weeks for sure. Let me tell you, all eyes are going to be on WWE programming, bro, in the next few weeks because you, I, I'm sure we'll find out and we'll be leaked um, if he's going to be appearing on, like, Raw or SmackDown, but... Uh, man, imagine it's just a shock surprise and he comes out at the end of like Raw next week or something that's not advertised and not even the Meltzer's or, or the or the Sean Ross apps even know about it. Like, can you imagine? Like, that would be an unbelievable moment. But like I said, we don't know. And uh, like I said, he hasn't signed with that WWE yet, so everybody's just assuming he's going there. But now with this Conrad news and this new potential promotion, it's got me thinking that, well, maybe going to WWE is not uh, a lock at this point. Who knows? Oh, man, I'm just kind of, right now, I'm just, you know what I'm thinking about right now? I'm just thinking about all the times I'm being elite, Cody fucking trolling WWE and doing the whole invasion thing with the Bullet Club, and now he's going to fucking go back to the company. It's just insane. That's, that seems, like, that's, and I get, I, you know, they all do this, right? They leave, right. all people leave, they take shots. But see, with, but see, with Cody, it felt do. different. Like, with Cody, it felt different especially with the stuff that he was doing with the bucks and the bullet club and the elite it just hit different it felt different it really made you believe like this is a revolution and then they did all in and then AEW and and that's what i mean when i say i'm kind of sad because yeah you could say like well what else cody cody had left to do in AEW, but even when cody was like you know what i'm hanging up the boots you still part of you still felt like he was still going to be involved with AEW no matter what Oh, yeah, backstage and everything. Yeah, totally, bro. I, this is his baby. I thought he was always going to be involved at Even um, after the first Double or Nothing mm-hmm. in 2019, uh, when he was doing his um, you know post-media scrum backstage, and they were asking him about like uh, the throne and everything and all that, he said, oh, it wasn't a shot at Triple H. It was just that he didn't want to hang up the boots. He still has a lot left to give as a wrestler. He said he feels like he burned a bridge uh, tonight. He said, I can't go back there. And he's like, I'm okay with that. And now look at it. 
I'm actually going to probably go back and watch that just to hear him say that again and then look at where we're at now. It's just, it's pretty crazy. But that's the thing. It's like so many people talk crap about WWE. I mean, Chris Jericho does it at nauseum too. And if WWE called him back and offered him all his money, he would run back as fast as fast can go. Like he would just, he would be chomping at the bit to go back there. So that's also where it's like, I just feel like, the shots at WWE, while I don't mind them and I don't get heated about them like some people do, I just feel like maybe certain people should learn to just cut back on that because you look hypocritical then when you're the first person to run back to them when they call you and offer you all this money. I, it's just, it just looks, it makes you look, like you said, like a hypocrite. And I, I don't really, I'm not going to say I don't respect that because, listen, it, it is whatever, but it just kind of looks weird, you know? Now, let me tell you something. I don't think no one, no one would have expected that one of the founding fathers, one of the former VPs of AEW, is now potentially going to go back to WWE. Nobody would ever thought that. That he was going to be the first big name going from AEW to WWE. I don't think ever, anybody would ever thought it would have been Cody Rhodes. Dude, I, it's, I mean, it's only February, and look how many things happened so far in wrestling this year. And honestly, I, I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to put it past uh, anything topping this, but... I don't know how any story this year tops this. I mean, this is just gigantic news. Uh, again, something that nobody saw coming. If you said you saw this coming, you're a freaking a pathological liar. There's no shot anybody saw this becoming a reality. I know weeks ago, Sean Rossap said Cody was working without a contract, but I was never worried about him leaving, whatever. You know, I don't think anybody was, but man, oh man, like, I just, this is going to be the talk of the entire wrestling world for a long, long time. All right, uh, one last thing before we wrap up. So what do you think Cody's – if Cody Rhodes does indeed go back to WWE, what do you think his presentation is going to be like? Any way he comes out to his current song that he's using now, or are they going to go back to his former WWE theme? Or is he going to make him dye his hair black again? What, what, what do you think is going to happen here? Yeah, man, that's, that's, these are all great questions. Um, I don't – I don't know about his current theme song by Downstate. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's AEW a great thing. I love that oh, thing. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm not sure if AEW owns that. If, if AEW, I mean, I don't think they do because they don't own appeared, it. They don't own it. No, they don't. Yeah. Own it. So I, yeah, I feel like he's not going to come out to his old theme song just because I feel like he's now above that. That was the Cody Rhodes in the past. So I feel like he's got to he's got to roll with you know what's been working for him. You know now, I think he probably will use that song, or if he doesn't use Kingdom. I think he'll get a new theme song. I don't think he's going to go back to his old one. Uh, dyeing his hair, I don't think he needs to dye his hair back. I think he has really created his name and built his image off of being blonde now. I mean, I know he went back to black for uh, filming uh, purposes, but I think he's going to keep being blonde. Um, man, that neck tattoo on WWE television is going to be interesting, too. <laughs> uh, oh, God. And then, yeah, I, I think a, that's all you asked, right? Theme song and hair. Man, what a crazy world of professional wrestling, bro. I, I still can't believe we're, we're fucking talking about this, but... You gotta love the world of professional oh, wrestling, man. man. It's the best. Dude, uh, who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow morning. We're gonna wake up and some other news is gonna break, <laughs> break out. Dude, I know, man. Like, oh, yeah. oh so know. fucking hey, hey, It's the one thing that keeps us going, right? You <laughs> just never know what's gonna break. Oh my god, it's fucking crazy. Alright, Ryan, I think that's about it, man. I think we covered everything Cody Rhodes, man. Fucking, what a fucking insane day, but uh, thanks for doing this uh, impromptu episode. 
Uh, oh, Lucha course, Outsiders yeah. show. Uh, give your plugs in, Ryan. All right, at Lucha Outsiders on Twitter. Uh, like I said, I, I say this at nauseum every single week. If you're not following it, what the heck are you doing? Yep. Uh, Wrestling Radar as well on YouTube, uh, please subscribe. All right, you can follow me at Rated R since 87. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you miss anything or everything on today's episode, even though this is just a podcast, make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Only Fancy Apple Podcast. Tune in, La Mesla app, Lowshare.com, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. And that is it. For the old man Leo that's not here for our double Ryan Radar, I am yours truly, Mr. Radar. Till next time, keep it Rated R. And stay too sweet. Goodbye. And good night, Ben.